Welcome to Hancock Talks, your source for insights about life insurance trends and opportunities with a focus on tactics that can help drive your sales. This podcast is for financial professional use only. It is not intended for use with the public. This material is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide advice. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of John Hancock. Please listen to the important disclosures at the end of this podcast. This episode was recorded on June 21st, 2023. Now, let's get started with our host today, AVP and Counsel Head of Advanced Markets, Carly Brooks. Hello, and welcome to Hancock Talks. I'm excited to be here today as the show's host. Today, we are joined by Neil Halder, the Vice President and Chief Underwriter at John Hancock. Neil is a highly experienced chief underwriter with over 30 years in the industry. We are fortunate to have him at John Hancock and to be able to chat with him today. Welcome to Hancock Talks, Neil, and thanks for taking the time to be with us. It's great to be here. Thanks, Carly. So, Neil, congratulations are in order. It's your first anniversary with John Hancock. And with one year in the rearview mirror, I'd love to start the show today by talking about some of your key observations and takeaways. So what are some of your, your key accomplishments as our chief underwriter so far? You know, Carly, when I joined John Hancock, I was I was told that we had a very experienced, knowledgeable underwriting team and that we were a leader in underwriting innovation. Um, everything I was told is true. We also have large case capabilities that are industry leading and relationships are at the core of everything that we do. Absolutely. And I know that we're really proud of our underwriting expertise here. And you've done just such a fantastic job in short order, helping us live up to that strong reputation. So right out of the gate, I'd love to discuss one of our newer initiatives that I know you had a huge hand in making a reality, and that is our Total View Credits Program. Could you briefly explain how that came to be and what that means for firms and producers? Absolutely. You know, John Hancock introduced Total View Underwriting a few years back, which at its core suggests a holistic approach to evaluating risks, especially those who are standard or better. Total View Credits embraces that same holistic underwriting approach, but for mildly substandard risks. We define mildly substandard as someone at 200% mortality or less. What we're doing is we're looking for credits through health and well-being activity and favorable physical measurements and other types of lab results to improve those mild substandard risks up to two risk classes, including moving some of those substandard risks into our standard risk class. That's excellent and should be a huge help to some of those individuals that are those substandard risks. So now let's talk a little bit about some of the trends that we're seeing in medical underwriting. We know electronic health records or EHRs, as we call them, are becoming more and more common, and they provide a ton of great information and data. Are there any plans, Neil, that you have to start using these electronic health records on a more regular basis? That's a great question. So we've been doing a couple of market tests with electronic health records to see how and where we can use them in our underwriting. A couple of examples include using EHR in lieu of the routine exam requirements or in lieu of a traditional attending physician statement. EHRs, though, are just a type of digital medical data that we are exploring the use of as we look to provide a better application and underwriting experience for applicants. 
It's great. And I think that as we're thinking about EHRs, that leads me to my next question, which is around something I know we're, we're super proud of here at John Hancock, and that's our partnership with Grail to offer the gallery test, which for those of you who may not be familiar is an early cancer screening test. And as part of our vitality program, it's something that we've just been super proud of. And to that front, you know, Neil, when we're thinking about some of the improvements in things like liquid biopsies and cancer screening tests, I'm really curious to get your perspective on how do you think tests like Grail may impact the underwriting process going forward? You know, I, I think that's a really good question. And honestly, it's one that we're still answering, if you will. We're starting to see liquid biopsy results, including the gallery tests specifically in medical records that we get on applicants. Usually it's part of a comprehensive physical someone has, is having either for their personal health and wellness, or if they're having, say, an executive um, physical sponsored by their employer. If the results of a liquid biopsy are negative, that's a positive for underwriting. On the other hand, if a cancer signal is detected, we'll want to see the results of any follow-up test to make a diagnosis before proceeding with our underwriting assessment. And that's consistent with how we handle any of the traditional testing that we routinely see today, such as mammograms, prostate exams, even cardiac testing. What's really important is we want to see the follow-up of the initial testing that might be of concern to get a more definite diagnosis so we can make our evaluation. That makes a lot of sense from an underwriting perspective. And I think as we look towards our collective mission of helping our customers live longer, healthier lives, things like gallery are only going to help us to sort of live that mission. So very exciting things uh, to that front. So Neil, let's shift gears a little bit to something that is near and dear to my heart over in advanced markets. Let's talk about some of the advantages that we have in the high net worth space. I think it's no secret that John Hancock is known for underwriting expertise in this market. And a big reason for that is our capacity and our retention. I'd be really curious to hear from your perspective how reinsurance and capacity helps play a role in underwriting those large cases. So Carly, you hit on three key words I want to repeat and focus on. Expertise, capacity, and retention. John Hancock has all three of those, and that's the key to success in the high net worth large case market. Let's start with the last one, retention. John Hancock has a 30 million retention available through age 70, which is a leader in the industry. We get capacity through a combination of our retention and the reinsurance relationships that we have that provide access to the reinsurer's retention or capacity. Expertise is the last of the three words, and it's important for a couple of reasons. First, because of the large amounts, the underwriting of these cases is extensive, and you want experienced underwriters handling those cases. Second, those experienced underwriters have to have the expertise to also navigate the reinsurers to put the large case together. Makes so much sense, and it can come together to have sort of this winning solution that we know we can offer. Neil, true or false, an ultra high net worth client needs $100 million of coverage. John Hancock can take the full amount. This is true. By using a combination of our available retention and the capacity our reinsurers have, any existing coverage in force or applied for through other carriers may impact how much capacity is available, though. That is incredible, though. So really impactful. It's something that could be hugely beneficial to some of those ultra high net worth carriers that maybe want to use one carrier to place all of that coverage. So, Neil, I know we briefly already talked about the use of electronic health records and underwriting, but building on that, something I'm not sure everyone is aware of, but should be if they're not 
is our ability to use comprehensive medical records to underwrite up to $65 million of coverage for qualified high net worth clients without having to go through a full medical exam. And we call this our concierge underwriting program. Can you comment a little bit on the concierge underwriting program, how it works, who's eligible to take advantage of it, and why we should learn more about this exciting program? You know, Carly, this really is one of our differentiators. As you noted, the Concierge Underwriting Program is for cases with face amounts of actually $5 million up to $65 million. For individuals who are 30 to 70 years old and with a net worth of $10 million, many of these individuals see doctors regularly for either executive physicals or comprehensive physicals. So either maybe employer paid or they might have paid for it out of their own pocket or through their insurance. With five years of complete records, and that comprehensive physical, including labs and other studies, such as age-appropriate screening or cardiac testing. If it's been completed within the last 12 or 18 months, depending upon the age, we'll underwrite those individuals without an insurance exam. I think it's a great way for us to really provide an experience to that high net worth, affluent marketplace that our other competitors out there simply cannot do. Wow, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more, and I've had the opportunity to witness that program in action. And in my experience over the years working with high net worth clients, what we find is these clients really do prioritize privacy as well as efficiency. And the concierge underwriting program has been key to getting some of those large cases placed quickly. And I know when it comes to estate planning, sometimes it's a game of hurry up and wait where you're slowly trugging along with the estate planning attorney, working through the the needs of the client. And then now the the need has been established and sold and you want to move quickly. And like I said, privacy is, is so hugely important for these clients too. So just a huge value add. And like you said, something unique to John Hancock and in my world, maybe even one of, if not our best innovations to date as it has related to underwriting. Hey, let's talk about the mass market that we serve as well. How about those cases that are lower face amounts? Can you talk through our express track program and how that helps to accelerate the underwriting process? Absolutely. So express track, which is our accelerated underwriting program, fits an important part of the market for ages 18 to 60 and with face amounts up to $3 million, and typically for risks that are generally a standard or better risk class. So it is a little bit different than the concierge program. Think of it as a bookend of sorts. Some refer to this as transactional or flow business. Express track cases can have near instant decisions because the information that's needed to underwrite those cases is typically less comprehensive than a concierge case. But the objective that we have is the same. And that is to provide more of an efficient, less intrusive underwriting experience for that applicant. It's excellent. And and really, who wouldn't want a less intrusive, more efficient process? I think most of the customers that we work with would find that attractive. And both ExpressTrack and the concierge program help to streamline that process, albeit for different client profiles. But it's great that we have solutions to serve all different needs. So as we've been discussing, the high net worth market is certainly a space that we excel in. And there are some financial underwriting considerations that do come into play on in some of these cases. And I know this is an area where your team and mine get to partner closely together. And, and I love that. It's so great that we get to work closely together on some of these financial underwriting cases. Can you share a little bit about how advanced markets and underwriting work together? And is there anything helpful for our listeners to know as it relates to how they present a case to underwriting? You know, I'm glad you asked that question, Carly, and I'm glad you brought up the collaboration between underwriting and advanced markets. You know, in in addition to the underwriting team and the capabilities that they have, I've also been impressed by the advanced markets team. 
in that cohesive working relationship between advanced markets and underwriting. I think you and I, in a prior conversation, were talking about you know, the support that our medical directors provide to the underwriters with their medical assessments. The resources of the advanced marketing staff are equally valuable to underwriting as we work on that other aspect of the case, which is determining the financial risk and the purpose of the insurance. I'll put the resources of the advanced markets team against the medical directors in importance every day. Both groups are highly valued specialists that support our underwriting team. Now, you you talked about how we can present a case. One of the most powerful tools as we look at the purpose and financial aspects is a cover letter. I've been underwriting a long time, and the value of the cover letter is as strong today as it was when I started underwriting three decades ago. Understanding the purpose, how the coverage amount was arrived at, and having that supporting documentation is all valuable to the underwriter, especially as we're working in partnership with your team. And whether it's for business succession, estate planning, exit planning of a business owner, multi-generational wealth transfer, and any other purpose, a good cover letter laying out the relevant details is very helpful. And often we're asked, well, what do you need to see? And my response is, we need to see the plan. If it's wealth transfer for future generations, provide the trust documents that show the inheritance flowing to the future generations. That's what's critical to allow us to get comfortable with a case. If it's a buy-sell, understanding how a business is being valued is another example. Understanding the ownership percentages is important. All of that can be accomplished through a really good cover letter. Finally, a last area that I want to briefly mention where we work closely with advanced markets is on premium finance cases. There is a dedicated attorney on your team that we work with on premium finance cases to help us navigate through the various details that are involved in those cases to make sure that we can get to a successful outcome. Absolutely. And that partnership, again, is is so important that you and I have. And I love that you mentioned the cover letter, because when I think of the cover letter and anything related to underwriting, there's certainly a lot of science there. But the cover letter also is a little bit of an art as well. And so helping to get those fact-finding questions at the outset of the planning discussion and helping work, you know, whether it's working with my team and helping with sort of the financial underwriting piece of that and working in conjunction with the senior underwriters. It's, it's just a really helpful resource that we have available to help as you're working through some of those large, complex cases. Another area of focus, Neil, that you and I have recently had the opportunity to work together on, which was a really great experience, was reviewing our foreign national guidelines. And one thing I've noticed is that we're seeing more and more high net worth foreign national clients that are interested in U.S. life insurance for a variety of needs, including estate and business planning needs. Can you touch a little bit on your approach to underwriting these foreign national cases and what some of our unique advantages in this market are? You know, this is a, a, a growing opportunity for us. You know, we know that there are global citizens with tremendous wealth who are potential customers of ours through the Foreign National Underwriting Program. The, the key to being able to write these cases is a presence to the U.S. by the applicant owner. We take a holistic approach to nexus, meaning that there are multiple ways to establish that nexus in the U.S. It might include having a business interest in the U.S., financial assets in a U.S. financial institution, owning real estate, or even having family members living in the U.S. What's important ultimately is that there is some type of regular travel to the U.S. by that individual applying for the coverage. Earlier this year, we set up a focus team of underwriters who handle the foreign national cases. 
This has allowed us to develop a deeper understanding of the nuances of that business with a smaller group of individuals who see cases more regularly. They're learning more about the business and developing relationships with the producers and the agencies who write these types of cases. One other capability we have that's important and came out of COVID is the ability for e-delivery. This has been an important capability to help enable our success in the foreign national market and something that we'll continue to leverage as we go forward. I couldn't agree more. That e-delivery capability is hugely important in this marketplace. And that focused team of underwriters that you've developed is absolutely awesome. They've done so much great work in the space. And I know that it's really helping to streamline the cases that we do see. And so I encourage our listeners, if you work in the foreign national space, or if you're looking to tap into this market and want to learn more, reach out to our advanced markets team or to one of the underwriters, and we will happily walk through some of our capabilities in more detail. So Neil, as we wrap up our show today, I'd love to hear your perspective on a common theme that we've been focusing on, and that is the cost of waiting to plan. In our last episode of Hancock Talks, we heard from Brooks Tingle, where he shared some really impactful stories around this idea. And I'd love to have you build on that a little bit based on your experience. So for many of our clients, someone once told me, your most valuable asset is your insurability. And I think it's pretty obvious to most that insurance becomes more costly as we age. But can you help us quantify the cost of waiting from an underwriter's perspective? You know, Carly, we probably could have spent the entire podcast on this question alone. And I'm going to be honest, it's it's maddening to me when I hear a young individual say, life insurance is too expensive. I can't afford it. When I hear that, I ask a few questions. How much do you spend each month on your mobile device, streaming services, a coffee, or even going out for drinks and dinner? Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying people shouldn't do those things or have those things. Can life insurance be expensive? Sure, when you wait to buy it when you're older or maybe less healthy. But the annual premium for a million dollars of 10-year term on a 25 or 30-year-old who's in their best health is probably less than $100 a month. How much do you spend on a coffee every day? So buying insurance when you're young and healthy is really the best time. So what happens if you wait? You become older, which itself makes life insurance more expensive. You gain weight, and maybe now you're carrying an extra 15 pounds, so maybe you don't fall into that best risk class any longer. Or worse, we've seen situations where somebody had a health event that no longer makes them insurable, let alone maybe a worse risk class than they might have been otherwise. You know, and I've heard many times in my underwriting career, my client was perfectly healthy until... And then the conversation trails off. Unfortunately, that until made the difference between maybe paying $100 a month and $200 a month for the same amount of coverage. Until might have made the difference between being insurable and uninsurable and not being able to provide for your loved ones like you wanted. And to me, that's why it's important to consider buying when you're younger and healthier. Lock in your insurability and then let your life insurance plan grow as you grow with either increased wealth or responsibilities for supporting loved ones or a business. It really is that important. And, and I think it's just something that everybody needs to think about. And, and we're trying to make it easier for them. And, and that's really what's key is, is to try to take away the reasons why they shouldn't or can't buy. 
Thanks, Neil. It's really well said. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We all become uninsurable at some point. We just don't know when. And there really is no time like the present when it comes to planning. And so, again, we have resources that can help talk to that. And I know your team does just, again, such a wonderful job helping to make the process as easy as possible and really providing the expertise from an underwriting team. So thank you so much again for all the work that you do and for joining us on the program today. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Carly. And we appreciate you joining us for this episode of Hancock Talks. For more resources on today's topic and access to more information on how to grow your insurance business, visit us at jhsaleshub.com. And don't forget to download and subscribe to the show to get new episodes as they become available. Thanks for listening. This information is for educational purposes only and is not intended to be a recommendation of any particular product or is providing advice. Clients should consult with their own independent professionals regarding his or her own individual circumstances. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of John Hancock. These opinions are subject to change and there is no guarantee that any forecast made will come to pass. The statistic John Hancock has $30 million of retention available through age 70 is based on John Hancock's internal retention limits. The gallery test is only available to registered John Hancock Vitality Plus members who are 50 years of age or older and have completed the Vitality Health Review, VHR, for the current program year. For eligible policies with coverage amounts of $500,000 or greater, 100% of the cost of the test will be subsidized. For policies with less than $500,000 in coverage, 50% of the cost of the test will be subsidized. Please note, for members with multiple policies, the policy with the highest face amount will determine the subsidy amount of the gallery offer. The offer of discounted access to the gallery test is subject to change. Access to the gallery test through the John Hancock Vitality Program is not currently available in all states. The gallery test is manufactured and distributed by Grail LLC. John Hancock does not provide medical advice, is not involved in the design or manufacture of the gallery test, and is not responsible for the accuracy or performance of the gallery test. Gallery is a blood test from Grail designed to screen for cancer. The gallery test does not detect all cancers, nor does it diagnose cancer. A test result of cancer signal detected requires confirmatory diagnostic evaluation by medically established procedures, for example, imaging to confirm cancer. There may be additional costs for such diagnostic testing, RX only. It is intended to be used in addition to and not replace other cancer screening tests recommended by a healthcare provider. A negative test result does not rule out cancer and in particular the sensitivity rate for detecting cancer in the early stages is lower than for later stages. A false positive or false negative result can occur and results should be discussed with a healthcare provider. Test eligibility is subject to certain qualification requirements, including age and certain health risk factors. There is no coordination between any health benefits you may receive from an insurance policy, health plan, or any other wellness programs you may be enrolled in. Like other medical tests, you elect a decision to take the gallery test and the results of the test may need to be disclosed in an application for insurance coverage and so could affect your access to future insurance coverage and the price of such coverage. John Hancock is not an affiliate of Grail. Gallery is not a test to confirm firm or rule out genetic or other conditions that may indicate a predisposition to cancer. The gallery test is currently not approved
approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Any discussion of features, values, or benefits are not guaranteed and may be subject to change. Express Track is not available in New York. Consumers 18 to 60 submitting an application via JHE app and applying for single life coverage up to $3 million are eligible for Express Track with an opportunity for certain applicants to obtain an instant underwriting decision. Policy issuance is not guaranteed as any life insurance purchase is subject to completion of an application, including health questions and underwriting approval. John Hancock may obtain additional information, including medical records, to evaluate the application for insurance and after the policy is issued to identify any misrepresentation in the application. Life insurance products are issued by John Hancock Life Insurance Company USA, Boston Mass, 02116, not licensed in New York, and John Hancock Life Insurance Company of New York, Valhalla, New York, 10595. This recorded material may have been recorded to support the promotion or marketing of the topics addressed in this recorded material. Individuals interested in the topics discussed should consult with independent professionals to examine legal, tax, accounting, or financial aspects of these topics. MLINY 0616 23198-1